practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. I'm an Olaf's Frozen Christmas kind of guy over here, so. Oh, that was good. Here's my beef. My movie theater? Guess what they don't Uh have anymore? A ticket booth. Guess what they also don't have? Oh, it's only kiosks? They only have one kiosk and it doesn't work. Guess what they did? And this is like, I was like, oh my God, this what is you replace that with then? It's just anarchy. You just go to whatever movie you want. <laughs> fight you for wait the seat. in the longest line ever. Does anybody else familiar with how long a concession line already is? Oh, you got to yes. buy tickets at concession stand? You got to buy your saw ticket that. Yes. in the concession line. Uh, That's like some Jeff Bezos cut numbers. Do they get to go to the bathroom? Said. I doubt it. Uh, dis- and not only that. When you buy your tickets, when you buy your popcorn, or if you're that guy who's like, no, I don't want any treats. Stop pushing it. They go, all right, well, and then they bring up a screen that looks so much like a touch screen. It's a trick. (laughs) They bring up a screen so you can pick your seats. Like anybody's ever needed to pick seats in a movie theater in their life ever until this point. Like the (laughs) theater movies, going to the theater is at the all time low. It's going to the theater hasn't been this low since people thought going to the movie theater a wave was going to splash over them and drown them because right, they yeah. were they frightened thought the train the was going to hit them. Yes. So nobody goes to the movies. So why all of a sudden do we have to have seating for theaters that nobody's ever going to fill? And everybody in line spends three minutes trying to touch the screen that's not a touch screen to pick their stupid <laughs> seats while the other person's taking four minutes to fill a Coke Zero where you know like they're just wasting time because I know they it's so automated. Even the soda machines are so automated. They push either yeah. small, medium, or large button and it's timed to fill their treat drink. So right. they don't yeah. yeah. I was they don't have to stand there. They're just never. They're taking a 4 second vacation right there. We need an armature. Like that's your job <laughs> should be replaced by just an armature. Here's the worst part. They've also they've got us so conditioned that my theater has even gotten rid of ushers or doormen or anything. So it's strictly strictly on an honor basis and they waited just in time for me to have my daughter in front of me to feel guilt about not going to see every to movie every day every movie, forever. Yeah. <laughs> Out of spite. Him. Not even because I want to see movies. I want to I want to show them their the the error of their ways for making us sit and it's on them. It's on them. How can we what can we do? Wait through that line and then not pay, not buy concessions. <laughs> That'll no, show exactly. Them. Like I'm the That's guy who never. I, I buy zero concessions. I don't. I don't care for concessions. I don't need concessions in a movie. So I gotta wait behind all these chuckleheads, and then to get up there just to get my ticket. Hey, I feel for you, but, but I, I am a chucklehead. I am a chucklehead. I must have. I must but sneak you're allowed. in my candy. That's fine. I will never buy candy at a movie theater, especially now since they've lost the classics. You can't even get a classic Skittle. In fact, they've mm. replaced Skittle. We live in the upside down because you know what they've replaced Skittles with? <laughs> Skittles-sized st- unwrapped Starburst. So you're just get they just they basically just rebranded Starburst a Skittle bites. and called it a Starburst. Yeah, 
That's it. Literally. So in the upside down, Skittles are blocks. And you know Hard what? candy blocks. I don't want a cookie dough bite. I don't care that they've been around for 20 They're years. They'll never be scam. a classic. That's a scam. You only get seven of them. <laughs> yes. That's a scam <laughs> with all movie theater candy. And if you ever try and sell me a cotton candy bite, I'll bite your toes off, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretending it's it. real cotton candy. But give me my cotton popcorn. Bite. They stuff the cotton candy up. in a... In yeah, a Raisinets box. <laughs> they, they, you have to add water to expand. Yeah, yeah. They're Lucky Charm marshmallows, and they call them candy. candy. What am I What am I saying? Candy? Uh, candy? I feel like I saw candy? that candy, candy cereal in the grocery aisle not but a week ago. Like, Cotton Candy Lucky Charms, I swear. Oh, that's They just flavored right. the cotton candy flavored things like... Just call it cotton candy. Who cares? Make it pink and purple. I'd be all we over actually, it. S- mm-hmm. Go ahead. We actually sent away and won um, a box full of only marshmallows, Lucky Charms. Remember that? That was like the happiest day over in the Kachi Weaver household. That I mean, Just marshmallows? Just a sack? I, we won something. And they sent us a whole <laughs> box of just marshmallows. Oh, oops! All marshmallows. Like in my wildest ten dreams, years ago, you would have been a millionaire. I'd that be been eating a, a box of all marshmallows, and somebody would interrupt my amazing day by complaining about a podcast that they listened to twice. <laughs> choke on a choke on a rainbow. <laughs> Clary, what's your thoughts on uh, movie theater candy? What's your fave? Starburst. Oh, she likes Starburst. She likes the wrapped or the unwrapped. Like the square ones? Wrapped Oregonian. As we found out. Unwrapped or wrapped? Wrapped. There you, wrapped all right. there you go. Wax paper. Sure. The classic, of course. Yeah. And you know what? The movie theater, they're not going to even give you it in the tube or whatever you call it, in the bar shape. Oh, the put it in the loudest yeah. bag ever. Right? Oh, so, they can, so they can so they can stitch shame. you on how much air is in that bag. Exactly. Exactly. If only they had an usher, he would know the sound of a loud candy bag. You bought that here. Quiet candy bag, outside food. Get him out of here. <laughs> would Buy you, another ticket. Would you guys be willing? And I think I know my answer, but I'd like to hear yours first without uh and Claire, you can get in on this. Um mm-hmm. would you be willing to pay a premium? To go, if somebody dressed up a theater, I know they have like indie theaters now, but I mean, they Mm -hmm. dressed them up like back in like the heyday, like the 20s, like a majestic movie theater, like you would see in like Like cinema parodies. Art Nouveau fixtures and all that. Yep. And you'd feel compelled to dress up to go. You, if you don't Mm -hmm. dress up, you can still see you in the balcony. Ushers with hats, matching suits, with the old-timey flashlights, and they fezzes. will tell you to be quiet. Yep. Or, not fezzes, right. but... Uh, the guys yeah, in the fezzes. 50s movies, 50s, 60s movies, all the the ratty kids are throwing popcorn yes. at and tell them to shove it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you kids in the up there, you're out of here. Dumping their drink. Like I that, would. I think I would pay for that experience. I would, too. I feel like... You could repackage that as one of these, like, when we were in New York, there was that, like, um, like forever good night sleep or whatever, where you go to a fake dinner party. Sleep and, no like, more? Sleep no more. There you go, Henning. Of course, I, like, forever no more sleep. 
<laughs> but if it was that, and it was like maybe fake movies, but you had the experience of the crotchety usher and the a guy, you know, like I'm with you. I I'm down for smoke cigarettes in there. Oh yeah, smoking section though with fans upstairs. For the kids. take your cigars <laughs> to the balcony next to the peasants or what are they called? <laughs> what are the kids called in like Lower East Side, New York, turn of the century, turn of the 20th century? Next to uh, the street rats. Urchins? Street urchins, yeah. Oh, Why do they the call them street seats? urchins? Because it sounds like the newsies. Because street sounds like sea. What's a street urchin? What's an what's a sea urchin? I guess maybe it's because it like it like bottom, attaches bottom feeders, like Got a bottom it. feeder. Yeah. That's what an urchin I is. Guess. I guess yeah, an urchin's like a starfish then. Like urchins, those like really spiky scallop. ones, like koosh balls, but with stiff arms. So they're tough. Yeah, yeah, spiky, but they'll eat anything. Rats, the rats doesn't cut, cut it, you know. You gotta go urchin. Yeah. <laughs> always wondered about that because I picture like an urchin more. I don't know. I always picture more like octopusy, but you're right. It has to be like a just uh, a bottom feeder, real scumbummy, crumbum. Man, I wouldn't mess with street, the street urchin street back in fish. those days. Ever, ever. No, dude. I don't think I could handle it. Because that's back in the day when you were grown up at uh, 10. Yeah, yeah you were working for the papers Like, already. the moment your family can't feed you, you're an adult. And you live on the streets. <laughs> and that, that plucking, is quick. Pl- plucking clothes out of the <laughs> shirt maker. Guys, that was The shirt making not, machine, the looms. That was so, like, not long ago. All of her twists, like, things. really softened that. Like, those kids had cut your... Achilles tendon and steal your wallet. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Those kids all, every one of them, well, no, because they were expensive. They all shared a Derringer. They had a community <laughs> Derringer. <laughs> That's not my Derringer. <laughs> no, Henning has it. He's up on Delancey. <laughs> he needs it for the next hour. Never trust people job. that go in on a, on a firearm together. <laughs> a shared firearm, <laughs> yes. Oh. Gun share program. I guess it would. It would kind of. That's what the world's coming to if if Obama has his way. Oh yeah. Oh, you can have your pistol on Tuesdays, but I get it every other Wednesday. Gun <laughs> that, shares. That's a sure community gun shares. Liberal gun shares. I wish. I wish it was. <laughs> I love that we finally bored Claire into. Bye, like, Claire. I have to go. I am. I'm just. This is wasting time. Sand through the hourglass. She's just. uh, She doesn't like our views on gun control. She's going to get her tiki torch. Yeah. We went hard on street urchins. I can see that. She's a kid. We forget we're adults. She's offended. We're like. Yeah. We're like Peter Pan. We left Neverland. We forgot how great it is to be a kid and own a community gun (laughs) and work in a mill. And have your own child by 13. Can you imagine? Seriously. Seriously. In two years, Harvey would be expected to bring some income home to the family. Yeah. In two years. That's not even an exaggeration. It really isn't. You hear about it, four, five years old. You got to stay light, Harvey, because I got to throw you at somebody so they catch you and I can steal their wallet. That's like wild. they do in Italy. <laughs> That's what you you hope for that kind of gig, but more likely, like more likely you're a little too beaten down by life to be take your own initiative. So you guys are both 
getting your little fingers in the in the gears of the sewing machines, the industrial. Oh sewing yeah, machines. or we're going like lo-fi vaudeville. Oh yeah, there you go. In which it's just like it's the amazing that watch this baby beat up a grown man. That's how many. So full disclosure, and I, so I don't want to. I don't. I'm not going to much, but I finally. Uh, it's funny. Want, should and we welcome? I've been recording for a, a little bit, just oh, in case we gotta. I've been since I popped on, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, and I'm That's behind. Cool. Sorry. Yeah, we're good. So welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Hans. I'm Henning. That was Claire. That she was, was here Claire. for a bit, and we've been talking about candy. Can you imagine what are candy and odds? child labor? Maybe that was it. The candy talk was over. Claire peaced yeah, out. No silly songs. <laughs> she didn't like how we were sad going old guys talking the about the good old days. Theater industry. What I was gonna say, and yeah, welcome everybody. Is I actually did see uh, a movie that wasn't on Disney Plus last night. Mm-hmm. I saw Joker. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I uh, just I just th- saw that. Yeah, bought it. I mean, rented it. Oh, I, I rented just saw it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wow, where? Look at us. Where? Do you guys have your tuxes know, for the awards too? <laughs> We've actually seen up. the films. Um, <laughs> what I was gonna say is the uh, Joker. Without spoiler, it reminds mm-hmm. me how many shitty vaudeville acts do you think happened in turn twentieth century New York because father daughter or family were like. We're going to make it out of the mill, but they just sure. have no talent. And they were, you know, literally hammers what, were two, thrown three, at them on stage. To the mill with tw- you. There are only 24 hours in the day and I've been working for 20 of them. I don't have time to rehearse. <laughs> You're, uh, who's on second? Working in a coal fucking mine it up, going fucking downtown. It up. Not a lot of coal well, If you think about more. it, like the classics for every... Because the big one's got to be uh, the Marx Brothers, obviously. Right. And then um, Buster Keaton. Sure. And Buster Buster Keaton was famous because when he was a kid, when he was a baby, his dad and his brothers would literally toss him around the stage like a football. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that. I heard that. And he just learned to take a fall at three, two, three. I don't know. <laughs> I can tell that these old, old Codgers could stop tossing them around, and he went out on his own. But you got to follow those lineages back, though, right? Like, the same with Chaplin. Like, for whatever reason, the big, big stars that I'm familiar with, they all kind of come from these, quote-unquote, circus-like lineages, right? Yeah. Like, Chaplin's mother was in vaudeville. And just like you Mm -hmm. said, the, the Keatons were like a family act. I don't know about the Marx Brothers, exactly. Um, they might have been, been homegrown, but brothers they're all brothers mm-hmm. but they were all like super um like talented in so many arenas yeah. so i have to feel well, like i think the they come the, from like the an Marx artistic brothers, background they like their parents this is what we we're talking about like because this was like the height of vaudeville like vaudeville was still hadn't quite hit the top and as a like their parents were like this is what you're going to do, or like we were talking about, if you don't, if you're not funny or entertaining, your ass is going to the fucking mill. It's like ball. So all the brothers, it was four brothers. The one was a hunk. 
and the least talented. Yep. And you have Sassy Groucho. And then you got, uh, I forget the one that Chico? was really Italian, the offensive. Chico. Chico is just a, 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 like a brusque Italian impression. And but then you, you can have play Harpo. the piano like a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, so they just were like, oh, we're not going to work in a mill like our old man. Okay. And they they got on the vaudeville circuit and they almost missed being in the movies. They almost missed being the Marx brothers because they were so entrenched in vaudeville. They're like, if people see this in Chicago on the screen, we can't tour anymore. Oh, interesting. Like they, they couldn't imagine a world in which like, Oh, we'll just keep making movies. They're like, that's our stick. It's gone. Like they had cultivated everything that was in, I think the first one was night at the opera. Like all of those bitch and stick was part of this thing and they plugged it all in. Like the same way Steve Martin, when he retired, he was like, I put all my jokes into the jerk. Right. And now I don't know what to do. I wonder. But Steve Martin knew what they Steve, didn't yeah. at the time is that you people, can be a movie star. Pe- well, yes, there's that. But people will also people will also respect the same material and oops. The same material in two different mediums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you can listen to, you know, Poison on your cassette player, yeah. but it's it's also awesome to go see. I don't know why I want Poison. It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter. I mean, poison them. is, like, the rock version of the Marx Brothers. So it, right. it works. Hmm. Uh, I was going to say, that reminds me of, I feel like it happened more often because mill workers are or these these baseball players like early 20th century baseball players were a bit more toe-headed like homunculi that those guys were like all right you get one at bat and if you oh, get shit, a hit yeah. you get to stay if you strike out you're going deeper in the mines you're gone <laughs> you're going <laughs> right. back to germany Right. We're gonna give it to the, the, time the jokey, on stage, I thought. The guy with the 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 uh, small person with the one half, because there was that guy that owns owned the Cubs, and that was his thing. He was just like, "Yeah, I get uh guys who throw pies at each other, and uh, I get uh, uh, midgets, and I get." <laughs> it was just like I lost my spot to the joke guy because they didn't create a rule where you, the strike zone's too small. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> they um. And he had like free chicken day, where it was just like everybody who shows up. So literally, you have like ten thousand, or not ten thousand people, but like two thousand people, and then you have two thousand live chickens, like just tucked under your arm. I gotta sit through nine innings of baseball with a live chicken. I listened to this cool podcast where it's like, um, it's history, uh, uh, like basic. Oh, now that's not fair because I can't plug it, but it doesn't matter. I, I listened to a a debunking history podcast. And uh, one of them is, mm. did Ty Cobb kill a guy? Because the guy who mm. um, wrote Ty Cobb's biography um, just before Ty Cobb that passed. That was uh, Richard Mole. Yes, they based the movie Richard on Mull? him. But it turns out that that guy was a total huckster fraud who ended up uh, later in life making fake Ty Cobb memorabilia and selling it. That's a... hmm. Henry he Stubbs, did it to raise Ty Cobb's cachet. Yes, exactly, exactly. Spread that rumor. So all these rumors about, not all of them, but they're like, like the big ones. And like, you know, when rumors compound, it creates a legend, right? So yes, Ty Mm -hmm. Cobb was 
a racist, but there's the potential that he wasn't any more racist than anybody else in the mm-hmm. um, major leagues at the time or at that time period. And that's not right. making it acceptable. It's just he might not be that uber racist that like he might not have beaten that guy in the crowd for, you know, saying racial slurs about his mother. He might have just beaten that guy in the crowd because that guy was just yelling An stuff asshole. at him. Like there's no evidence that anything racial happened there but this guy was like no he's a racist so that that incident got racialized and then the big part is in ty cobb's biography he literally links ty cobb to two murders and then has evidence that he says he went back and found of bodies that were found that corroborated murders ty cobb said he committed and you know nobody fact-checked him until years later and they're like there's zero records. These people don't even exist. There's no police records right. that corroborate anything. But this guy put out a biography that Ty Cobb killed two guys. <laughs> now, here's where you go, oh, I, I think I might have had Ty Cobb all wrong. There is direct <laughs> evidence and corroborating evidence that he pushed a African-American woman down the stairs because she... Um, uh, talked back to him when she was like a, a a a maid at a hotel, and she you know gave him lip quote unquote. So he pushed her down the stairs. Mm. So I think he's a racist. He didn't kill two and people, really but... Guy, but he didn't kill two people. Where's I getting on that? Oh, uh, old timey baseball players and free chicken day and bringing it all around. <laughs> Something that uh, free chicken day was a myth. No. Free Chicken Day was real, and it also yes. um, cleat sharpening day was uh, <laughs> uh, not a myth. Where you literally, as you came in, it used to be like fun for the crowd to see the teams sitting on top of their dugouts with files filing their cleats God. like animals, <laughs> like sharpening their cleats, like the. Um, well, I guess it's it's a How bit was getting the ready to go to war. Than the dirt they have now. What's that? Can I get a, like a geological study? Like, was the dirt that much harder back then that you needed like <laughs> razor sharp uh, dragon sure, teeth cleats? The dirt sure was hard. They're preparing for war out there, the right? Men were hard. Slide yeah, into yes. a guy, I guess and you wanted to Jackie you wanted to take Robinson's a chunk of their chin when you their shin when you slid into a guy. Is that what it was? Yeah, you got a good old yeah, chunk pretty out much. Of them. But the truth no, is. I, Again, in debunking this stuff, the truth is nobody sharpened their cleats because as much as you think you'd do damage to one of these bohunk catchers, if you slide in with your cleats up, he will beat your head through the ground. He, if yeah. you spike his he's shin, also, you think he's going to care? He will be will get on top of you and He's got you. cleats too. Exactly. Yeah, he'll stomp your head. Oh, <laughs> Uh, oh. uh, and he also calls the the pitches for the pitcher. So next time you're up, uh, headhunt. You know what's great? What's worse, a ninety mile an hour fastball to your temple or a cleat to the shin? Pre helmets. I have you guys only been... wieners wear helmets. Henning. Oh yeah, no helmets. They it just... was the least amount of coverage. Guys should shave their heads just to like show how tough they were. They just wear tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a kerchief daintily put on top of the crown <laughs> with their team logo on it. 
uh, nobody can see that, but I'm daintily putting a <laughs> handkerchief on my head. That is that is funny. <laughs> like those leather helmets. Like, what were they thinking? Did they just have a like? I'm thinking of well, no baseball. Like those thinly mm-hmm. padded leather helmets. Was that? Mm-hmm. They just did they just have a leather connection? Were they like into big leather? Like, why in the world would you ever have a leather? Don't tell me they didn't have other options. They had tin. Well. Tin. Just a bucket <laughs> with eyes cut into it. It's it's wood or metal back then, wood. I think. No plastics, right? I, I feel like I back then if we could have been in charge of the baseball team, we would have been the fucking weird helmet team. And we'd have packed the stands. Oh Hansi Buckethead. Oh oh Casey delicate you know, like peacock feathers. Henning the splinter. Oh hen is wearing a free chicken. <laughs> It's a dead chicken. <laughs> I should do it, right? I'd love to see two guys collide with wooden helmets as those <laughs> break up as if horns. it's two holes of ships during the revolution cracking and crackling <laughs> into each other. I'm going to put my sharpened cleats on top of my head so I can just fly headfirst into your shins. That would be cool. That would be cool. I, we, I, I just wear one like a mask. It's just Mad Max baseball. Sports did just barely. Well, no, I mean, I guess it's your definition of sports. I was gonna say sports barely missed like barbaric, but no, that's the or, or origin of sports. Yeah. Like centralized barbarity, hitting each other with uh, maces. Well, it's like formalized war. Right? They yeah. almost banned football. Because they were playing, like, Teddy Roosevelt, when he was president, had the option to, like, just erase football from the map because all of these Ivy League guys were playing that, like, early form of, like, rugby, yeah, football, American football, and these, like, fucking rich kids were just getting their heads stomped in and, like, going head to head and just getting, like, concussed to death. And it was just all these well-to-do guys, and too many of these kids were dying that they were like, Dear Mr. President, you have to ban this game. We didn't have a war to fight yet, and then we had WW1, and then we were fine. <laughs> so how come how come guys who play rugby never get that hurt? Well, like European rugby like guys. Australian rules. They're just, I don't know, they're just, they just know... The rules, they're, they're not dumb Americans, basically. Like, that's no, why they know how to take a fall. <clears throat> Ashley and I watched... They know how to uh, take amp- a hit to the head, I guess. It is, it's kind Sorry, of like go. professional wrestling, almost. Like, they, for as competitive as it is, they, they th- no, there is a care for your opponent. Like, they're going to play hard, but they make uh. sure to take care of the other person. So guys do get concussions because they're not wearing a helmet, but they do take a very like as much care as you can when you're just one human bashing into another human. But they like, it's not like football where it's just like just fucking you got pads like it's the the mystique of the pads. Right, 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 right. People think they're safe with the pads and the helmets. So like they it's like handing you the ball and I'm I'm gonna hit you, but I'm not gonna like. Can. Like I don't like because they know they're gonna be the guy next. There's this sort of like old like the code of the West. Like they know like I have the ball now. I trust you enough to do your job, but to not like hurt me 
and I'll extend the same courtesy to you right. if we're on the other side of right, right. Because there's a great documentary series on Amazon. It's called um, All or Nothing, and they follow pro football teams. But we watched a season where they follow the um, New Zealand All Blacks. Okay, and they're like one of the best rugby teams in the world. And so it's just a whole season of them and they get into that sort of like when a guy gets injured or the concussions and it is very much these guys go like I we take care of each other for as violent as it is a game like they they don't just like I got a helmet he's got a helmet I'm just going to I'm just going to and they're currently bash my head into his literally head literally dropping these teams into these bushfires and they're Grabbing koalas Tally like fire. they're rugby balls and running them out of the fire, <laughs> throwing them around, which is the next cutest animation you could possibly draw, uh, create. Um, so again, uh, there's a really good um, Malcolm Gladwell piece on like like you were talking about with them banning football, basically how we're going to look back or people are going to look back on us i might have said this before people are going to look back on us in professional football currently and the same way that we look back on minors getting black lung be like all the evidence was there it was all out in the open but everybody turned a blind eye to it because they liked watching football or we need it man it's part of our culture just like everybody turned a blind eye to black lung because everybody's like we gotta have coal. Like, look at how sweet all this coal. Like, look at what all this coal is doing for us. It's awesome. What are we gonna do? And black lung ain't a thing. They're fixing it. They give them masks. Like, we pay them. They got nice young four-year-old lungs. Hey, we gotta sell tobacco. Hey, we gotta drive our cars and shit. Mm-hmm. There's a couple. Like, I'm sure. I bet. I'm not about to be a vegetarian, but I'm sure 50 years down the road, we'll all, we'll all be looked on horrifically. Maybe not 50, maybe 100. I don't know. That's an interesting one. For eating meat. People have been saying that a long time, specifically that one. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I don't uh, eat meat or anything like that, but that's one that just, there is something, s- and, and I, I'm not playing devil's You don't think the culture will change The culture is all the changing. Way. I think we're... We're definitely seeing it, but there is something innate in us, and let's not think we're above yeah. animal no. nature. And part of that is part of that is our ability to consume and stay on top. And I think it's inside of us. So yeah, I don't know. Good old. Well, and I also think part of it is like if you look at other cultures, like. Thinking of like China, for example, most of their diet is vegetarian mm-hmm. just because the culture, the amount of people like it just can't support everybody eating right. meat. And then for them, meat is a status thing. Like it's a treat. Mm-hmm. Like luxury. if I can afford sure. meat, it's a luxury. If I can afford it's sort of like the carrot on the stick, like the steak on the stick, you chase it. And it's similar in the U.S. a little like we look at steak that way. Sure. I feel like if you could even the economic playing field, I feel like, like, yes, I eat meat. Meat is delicious, but I I eat way less meat than I used to. Right. I mean, we all know. And if if tomorrow somebody was like, hey, man, you can't eat meat anymore. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. 
and there's people that genuinely do like Meg does not like the taste of meat because she's an alien. Like I don't eat meat, <laughs> but yeah. meat is really tasty. Everything good, everything that is enjoyable in life and tastes good right. and makes you feel good has different consequences, whether it hurts right. you or others around you. I mean, I legitimately can't think that maybe right. everything art, maybe something some sort of... more aesthetic that could be questionable. But I mean, somebody's got to somebody's got to work the minds to get that dildo to go into Hitler's yeah. ass for that art expose. Come on, yeah. man. Somebody's suffering. Someone's got to be that Hitler. Someone's got to make that dildo. Holocaust has to happen. Someone's got to put their dill in the the mold, and they got to sit for a while in the mold. And you know what's in the mold? I got to tell you, mold. This came up four pronged dildo in the shape of a swastika, just constantly slapping slowly rotating. I got an ad on my phone or computer. It doesn't matter, and I can't think of a worse, more quickly deserving of divorce christmas gift i i'm i'm sorry i'm bringing this up after the holidays but it's the him for her dildo mold give her a piece of you like oh give her a piece of you shit she don't want your tired old dong come on dude there's uh, everything everything oh, i don't man. care if your husband is brad fucking pitt if you open up that nicely wrapped gift and it hits and you because you know what all you picture is him squatting on a toilet trying to shellac his ding with all this like putty <laughs> come on he's got his like socks on still but like uh but that's the thing even angelina jolie left that ding yeah. So it's just like, I don't want to see, I don't need that Merry Christmas, honey. Here's my penis. <laughs> the that ego. you never want to see anyways. The balls on those guys. No pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> There's no mystery in this dildo. It's just yours. Oh, I mean, it's almost worth it. Maybe an April Fool's. And it's got to be soft. That's see that that's funny because that's an April Fool's maybe not fools like you have it if you you know if I go off to war <laughs> like wistful <laughs> as I'm like trudging you through Denang and you're like you're not coming back <laughs> she's gonna pay your lieutenant to frag your ass <laughs> honey I'm getting on that I'm heading over what she'll do is as you say goodbye and don't and open this until I leave you've given it to her the night before and she's just like what did I do marrying this fucking asshole she'll take your gift and put it in your seat partner's duffel bag so he finds it when yes. you land in Da Nang and you're, you're not gonna make it you're not gonna meet any Viet Cong let me tell you oh Viet Dong <laughs> Uh, I don't know what may. I think you just had to say the word mold, and that was back in the recesses yeah. of my brain somewhere. Uh, well, I have a, a tiny story that kind of fits into like vaudeville, and it fits into sort of like us talking about like doing comedy. Can you go too far and still be redeemable? You guys both have children in the house. Are you familiar with the YouTube guy named Blippy? I don't know him. Mm-mm. Him, her. So basically, Blippy. Blippy, it's a it's a man. Uh, Blippy is like a, I don't know, I guess Pee Wee Herman ish okay. type of guy, hmm. like big orange so, hat, 
suspenders. Real guy, not wearing a costume at all, huh? Just real a guy. guy, yeah, real like himself, but with like goofy accoutrements, like suspenders, like puffy shorts. Gotcha. And what he does is he does move. He doesn't do like unboxing things. He goes to like kids spaces and does a review, but not really a review. It's like <laughs> it's like that Sam Mendes 1917. Like it's all done in one shot. So he moves around the space and then they'll stop and sort of like off the cuff, then they'll turn it into a learning segment. Like if he's like, hey, here we are in Phoenix, Arizona at the play zone. Whoa, it's a ball pit. This is red. This is orange. And he just moves through a space and like adds graphics and things. Sure. Anyways, like Harvey is mesmerized by it. Right. A lot of kids are, and I was just like, what is this? And, like, Ashley was like, it's Blippi. It's Blippi. A lot, a lot of people know about Blippi, and I was like, okay. He just Fine. says like, what's in front of his face? Yes. Blippi <laughs> talks about what he sees. And yeah. then he pays his interns to do motion graphics over it after the fact. If yeah. he sees a hippo, he goes, hippo, that's a big animal. And then they'll put, like, <laughs> info about a hippo. Like, he doesn't do anything but, like, just... Like yeah, 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 and move around the space. One hundred and forty million followers. Yeah, uh, he from ad revenue he makes between they estimated between two hundred thousand to one point five million dollars a month. Oh, a month. Oh, a month. A oh. month. Yes, a month. Um, I see from my cursory internet search, he already got in trouble for trying to send a blippia like to a birthday yes. party or so something. So I was just going to go. You have this guy. So this was the first. Run in with the law. Gotcha. And I'm trying to queue up. I'm going to send you guys something while we're doing it live. So you got in trouble because, you know, he's making, like we said, a fucking million dollars a month off of ad revenue. Sure. Yeah. From YouTube. And then he's like, fuck it. We're going to sell shirts. We're going to sell toys. I'm, we're going on tour, but I'm not going. Oh, my God. So oh, that's he the sent actual... out, like, because and I, <laughs> I was, Ashley and I were talking. I was like, how does this motherfucker get away Big timing. Like, oh, I don't leave L.A. or Vegas. I only do L.A. and Vegas. So he's going to send, like, some schmo to do these events, and people are paying, like, 60 to to $100 a seat to see Blippi live. And to which I'm like, what the fuck's he going to do live? And I was like, what sort of fucking egomaniac? Just walks through the audience and says it's, what shirts are people wearing. Hey, it's a kid and a kid and a kid. It's a boy, it's a girl. <laughs> but people flipped out because they're like, I paid $300 to see Blippi, oh, not some other dink. So does Blippi, <laughs> does, so Blippi's dressed up like a clown? Is Blippi a clown? Like you can not nope. tell he's him. just, Hansi, he's you right now with a big orange hat and suspenders based, you know, like. So when Blippi doesn't show up. A, like. When it's Kippy. Yeah, you know it's not him. You know him. it's not him. Ooh. I uh, mean, so any, any this... of us could put on this suspenders and and I know what Blippi got and pass the yeah. so we're, Christmas. We're in He's Gallagher, so Rallager territory. Like, <laughs> he's sending out his, like, brother-in-law <laughs> yeah. to do the hard work as he just, like, coasts through life going to fucking cheesecake factories and dancing around cakes. Well, people better fucking boycott his ass his youtube channel oh uh you're about to get a little treat uh so after all this happens people are like this guy's a real dingus 
What a jerk. I want to find out what else this guy did so I can hate him. Oh, boy. Uh, he was a sketch comedian <laughs> for a while, known as Steez Johnson, Steez Grossman. Uh, he went by Turd Boy and Mr. Underwear. <laughs> What you're looking at now is an artist rendering of his famous YouTube video called, uh, what's it? Harlem, Harlem Shake Poop, to which he stood on a, ta- on a toilet, put his leg on a sink, had his friend lay on his back with his bare ass and his genitals out, played the entire song Harlem Shake, and then punctuated the end of it. With a greasy diarrhea shit onto his friend's butthole and genitals. <laughs> Not a bad projectile uh, pooping from the looks of the drawing. You, the reason I just sent you guys, which I thought was even more hilarious than the video would be, was someone from BuzzFeed had to do an artist rendering of what the video looked like. <laughs> that's yeah. Because that's if what... they posted it online, he would sue them because he's that rich now. Mm. Oh, Blippi would. Would sue oh, him would. for that exposing their, his past. But, I mean, anybody can have a past, especially dumb, dumb sketch comedian. Like I wouldn't hold it. Like, so I'm just saying, I would. Be we got hope. Ringing my like, in putting clovers on around your neck, case if you all of a sudden were making one five being a clown, but then somebody would what? bust. I'm not saying it was that. I told this to you Ashley. That, if but... I knew that video existed, I would delete it and hope it never comes back, but I would tour 360 days a year as Blippi. Oh, of course. I'm, I, I would make everyone integrity. happy all of the time. Yes. Dr. But Gaylord and like, the yeah, patient may surface, I'm, but... I'm turd boy. No one puts turd boy in a corner. Yeah, people are out of their minds, huh? So yeah, that's the, like, this child... Like, and everybody got on Pee Wee Herman's ass for jerking <laughs> off in a theater where everybody jerks <laughs> off! That guy was universally wronged and I still don't think he's gotten a good enough I don't think he ever got a, on a proper apology that man went into a house of ill repute where that is supposed to happen well not supposed to happen but where that is not Most frowned upon and who's the asshole that who's the scumbag usher who called that place had an usher yeah, because the porno theater still has a goddamn usher and a fully functioning concession stand. Because they have self-respect. <laughs> they don't have cookie dough bites. Pee Wee Herman was yanking <laughs> his crank, but he also had some snowballs in his soda exactly. holder, cup holder. A large, satisfying snack. You need your energy. I mean, come on. That guy deserves... I mean, it's not about what he does in the theater. We've been talking about guys with a lot of cojones, and Paul Rubens has it, because yeah. he didn't go in there with a... He's not a ninja turtle. He didn't go in there with a fedora and a trench coat. Trench coat he yeah. went in there as Paul Rubens. You know, he didn't... He that's where you get, as like, the picture taken. would have been fine. Whoever the freak that went after him when he was in the theater, like, he he wasn't trying to hide that he was going to a scum crumbummy theater, right? Maybe. I doubt I forgot it. how it came out. Someone snapped a photo. I feel like they took him out in handcuffs. Like he got it was arrested. a sting or something. It was something. like a sting. That's some bullshit right there. Huh. I, You know what? I think it was Well, if it was a cops. sting and, and Paul Rubens just happened to be in there. 
I think there was an undercover John there. One of those like honey trap style. Yeah. Like pros trying to hook some Johns and then went, holy fuck, that's Pee Wee Herman. Made a big deal. Call him the chief. And then they roll him out. Like any other sergeant, any other guy that got frisky in there, they like what they did is they say, get up, get up here. They took him up. They reprimanded say, hey, you got a water on him. You got a wife you want that wants to know (laughs) you're doing that in there. You got a partner that wants to know what you're up to in here. You you better pay this fifty dollars. Otherwise, we're coming looking for you. Otherwise, you're going to get a bench warrant. But with Pee Wee Herman, they're like, I got fucking Herman's ass. I got (sighs) got big fish to fry. And I also would like to think P.V. Herman was wholesome. Paul Rubens. I'm going to call him by his name. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to talk about him going to a porno theater. Uh, I'm just laughing at the idea of like, in that era, you go to a porno theater to pick up a fucking male prostitute or a female prostitute. He just went in to crank one out. He didn't even want a prostitute. And he was a big star. He probably had his own movie theater. Eh, there might have been some... Uh, He's an exhibitionist, but he's an exhibitionist that goes to the right exhibition, right? Yeah, he's just doing the. the <laughs> he didn't go to the park. That probably somebody just was like, "I gotta call the usher. This guy's creeping me out." And you know whose whose time that really ruined? The guy who felt way better about himself when he looked over his shoulder and he said, "Well, I'm not that much of a freak. That guy's rich and a celebrity. Him. He's in yeah. here being a freak too." And then when he gets arrested, that guy's whole life is. Turned upside down. Got a lifelong Paul Rubens fan there. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's not me. I don't feel bad. Yeah. Paul Rubens was doing a service to the crumb bums of Skid Row that night. <laughs> and he, he like, like that. You don't remember it. Cause now people like loosened up a little bit or the people that loved him grew up and they realized that it, it he wasn't hurting anybody. Like, but, like, that happened like, 91. Like, Paul Rubens didn't get, like, mm-hmm. I would say the first time he really kind of, everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's awesome, was, like, when he had a really small part in that movie Blow. And that was, like, 2004. Oh, yeah. So he had, like, a no, long... No, he was in a fucking um, Mystery, Mystery Men. Oh, yeah. That's when I saw him first after that, yeah. Seems like that was before 2004. Was Not he sure, in... Buffy the Vampire Slayer, was that before or after? Because that may have been his first part after, and he had a beard and mustache. You couldn't even tell it was Paul Rubens. I guess maybe hmm. he just lost any potential for his kid persona, right? His peewee persona. Right. Until we all grew up, and then he did. Didn't you guys see him in Broadway? Oh, it was the, one of the best. We, we were just talking about how good of a show that was. Paul Rubens did Nightmare, before we move on, Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. was... Maybe three years yeah. after. Was he a voice? After he got pinched. Yeah, he he's was one of the little kids. One of the little kids. Hmm. I, didn't know that. I think the devil, the devil masked one. Right, well, I'm just saying. I'm saying he had a working career, but I just feel like first he inched his way back in in front of the camera. He shouldn't just have the to... voice first, then the face with the beard. I guess then you know a, it shouldn't matter even if he has fart character or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he was the he was the spleen or whatever it was, the right. farting guy with the. It's sh- all right. So maybe he didn't lose that much work, but like he was front page fodder. That's an you know. Oh, yeah. that's enough to like 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 he wasn't a guy who could feel embarrassed. Like I bet he was pretty embarrassed to be on the front well, page of every like national what paper. Helped him is like 
Pee Wee Herman was like a fucking cabaret act. Yes. Yeah, he was. He lucked yes. into it being kids. Like, he was like, I'm a fucking scumbag. Like, that show, I remember renting the special. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. As a kid, and I was mortified. It was an HBO <laughs> special. Yeah. Because it, it was so risque, and I was like, that's ranch. the Hartman. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah, I recall it being very. I remember it was. It's risque, but it's more like avant garde. He's like a horny little bizarre. kid. Like, that's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So, right. people, he didn't burn any bridges with anybody he was already knew or worked with. They were just like. That's Paul. Hey, it's Paul. He got he got Lewinsky'd a little bit. He got Lewinsky'd. Hashtag Peewee Two. Eh? <laughs> no, didn't didn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, and he couldn't do Pee Me Two either. He did get Peewee'd though. Hashtag Peewee'd. Because you know who else got hashtag Peewee'd? And it was later, um... Jeffrey Fred, Epstein? Fred Willard. <laughs> Fred Willard got caught yanking his crank in a... Fred Willard's even weirder. Uh, Let's go down that route. Where would Fred Willard get caught? I Fred didn't even Willard hear that one. Fred Willard got caught jerking That's off how in a okay movie it is theater. Now. But this was like four years ago. Watching I didn't know there were... what, Madagascar 2? <laughs> no. He was in a an adult theater in L.A. And he got he got the same treatment. He got yanked. I, he's old school, man. I guess it's like Fred. Come on, get someone to get you a fucking laptop. You can use your cell phone, you know. Yeah, but I but also like he got slapped on the wrist, and I was like, ah, Fred Willard, that's kind of crazy. But also, again, I can't tell you that we lived in New York. I can't tell you. I didn't. I can't even think of a place. I know there were peep show booths when you got to like Eighth mm-hmm. Avenue, but. Or Ninth Avenue, but those weren't even like full on theaters like you see in like a no. Scorsese movie in like the seventies. Like a those yeah, didn't like exist. A I've never seen those. No, they had the adult stores with the little back, the little like porta potties. Yeah, spaces. yeah, yeah. But when they used to have like when Deep Throat was around, like there was legitimate right a, a legitimate scumbum movie. Theaters. You went into. A peep show, or not? What used to be a prestigious the theater. Pantages man? Yes, there was an usher here, <laughs> an usher who was currently molding his ding. An usher, nonetheless. <laughs> Excuse me. You just don't want to be. Well, look- you'll get your York peppermint patty in a moment. <laughs> you don't want to look down the barrel of that flashlight, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Are you um, molding your neighbor? Watch the film. <laughs> It's for my wife. It's her anniversary. I'm double. What are you? Not double teaming. Pun intended. Double tasking. Double. What is it? Multitasking. Multitasking. <laughs> Getting a movie in and a movie in a it's mold. Just, it's like those, like those, like super versatile walkers with the kneeling stand in New York. He's just like doing his job, but the the mold and the dink is sitting on the the stand, and he's just scooting around aisle seven. Follow me. <laughs> Are you talking about those, like, instead of crutches now, people just get scooters? Yeah, the scooter or the, like, walker with wheels that's a seat. Oh, yeah, those are, that's Cadillac. So there's more, a lot in New York. That's you know, cause platinum public insurance right there. I got wooden crutch insurance. I got used <laughs> crutches insurance. Those gross ones that you see on the side of the road that, that basically when we were still in our heyday. We had we had a full closet of medical supplies, which now that I think about, 
I want to go take a shower. We had like a walking boot. We had a wheelchair. We had crutches. You need that as equipment for the show. But that was a lot of. (laughs) That was a lot of discarded medical equipment found on the corner of, <laughs> oh, corner yeah. of New York City. I, uh, I was given a, a, like, deep, it was Ridgewood. I was with Ashley, it was after a show. I fucked my ankle up really bad. Oh, yeah. And then, like, passed out because I put all my weight on uh-huh. it. So I went to a hospital in her neighborhood, which was fucking deep, borderline Queens, Brooklyn, and they're like, okay, we're going to make sure, you you know, it's not broken and you don't have a concussion. So I got all this shit done. And they're like, oh, you don't have insurance? Okay, your foot hurts. They gave me like a classic Mr. Magoo cane. <laughs> but it was the size of Mr. Like a crux. And it was for like a four foot man. So I <laughs> to use this cane and it just made it, it just exacerbated the problem. So I was like, fuck, I got to walk out of the hospital. And it was, I should have just like put the cane between my teeth and just walked. I spent so much time in literally in the hospitals of every bur- oh no, the the Queens, Brooklyn and Manhattan. So much time in hospitals and it didn't matter if you were on the Upper East Side or you were in Jamaica, Queens. You like you sit like the one sitcom any sitcom that takes place in a New York hospital is pretty right on like there's a lot of times like you're sitting in a diner in new york like ah, this doesn't feel like seinfeld when you're sitting in the middle of a hospital in new york you do feel like you're in the middle of madness because you're just surrounded by characters and frustrated yeah. doctors and the dialogues that go back and forth are beautiful because inevitably or in my history there's always dynamics and relationships that exist between hypochondriacs that are in there all the time, so the doctors know their mm-hmm. name and they have like <laughs> personal relationships with each other. It's like Susan, oh, yeah. shut up! I am dealing with Tony right now, and hey, Darnell, quiet down. It's it's. I just love love love. Well, I don't love it because it's that, insane. But I spent one a lot time, of time there, my favorite sitcom hospital character who actually was. Probably someone who had a mental issue. He was dressed like a soiled Muldoon from Jurassic Park. Like he had the hat and the khaki, but it was soiled in the vest and like long soiled pants. And he had this like beautiful like Mad Maxian structure of like a grocery cart with wheels, but it was also like supported by rolling a rolling attache case. Yeah. And it was all balanced out. So it was this huge structure of stuff. And it was all balanced out on the bottom with bungee cords by, uh, like, cement he had stolen from the street that was a famous person's handprint and autograph. Is this – was this in uh, Sunset Park? This was in Sunset Park. Yeah. That's – for some reason I picture there was also a guy – and this is just my – I had a fever or something, but – there wasn't just a guy sitting in like the waiting room with a tombstone, was there? Or is that this guy? No, that was that guy. Okay. Because we were like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck? And then you went back, and that was when you had that fever, and then they it was the doctor, and then the two doctors, and then the three doctors, 
And then they were just like, you have Ebola. <laughs> they were just like, we don't know what you have. Which is just so amazing. And that's what no insurance gets you when you, like, that's that's what poverty gets you. This is why, I'm not going to get political, but just our healthcare system. Because that was when, when you didn't, when you don't have insurance and you live in a poor part of Brooklyn, but let's poor, let's say a poor part America, you go and it seems like three doctors, like you're important. Like, wow, you have three minds. You have three numbskulls that work at a shitty hospital in Brooklyn because all it took was me to go see one doctor in Manhattan who was like – who specialized in a rash who was just like, oh, yeah, that's this is what this is. All you literally need to do is take this one pill. See it all the time. Right. Because I had three doctors like, like – Stress. <sighs> Seen this before. Well, I'm gonna lock mm. you in here from the outside, and I don't know. Stumped, stumped. <laughs> Go shoot hoops behind the behind the hospital, like it's ER. <laughs> I have. I will say, I don't want to get into politics because I know we're getting down to the wire. But I'm a little nervous. I feel so free politically. Because like Facebook, yeah. I've just like stepped away, but I've also like mm-hmm. was so immersed in politics for so long and just mm-hmm. I couldn't consume enough podcasts. If I was at the gym, I was watching, you know, a punditry or whatever, like to the point where like I broke and it's an amazing time yeah. to break because now's when all the shit's going to happen. And I'm just like, fuck it. I, I hate to to, yeah, to show my apathy. There's really card nothing here. you can there's do nothing. about it. No, no, no. There's like local level you should get it, but you like you can vote when you can vote, and that's the end of the story. But if you were to be as immersed politically, you wouldn't want to be immersed at the moment I was immersed. It would be right now. It's a Senate mm-hmm. impeachment trial, and the Iowa caucuses are happening in what, like a few weeks? And I've checked Two out, mm-hmm. so I guess I'm slightly concerned. That everybody else has the same kind of like, just fuck it, man. Like, I am <laughs> tired. So, I'm not saying... Not you, I'm though. Not You're fresh. Thing. You just got back in. Yeah, you got fresh legs. Oh, yeah. I Maybe that'll be good, because <laughs> I do have my guy support, and, I, and, and it's not like I'm just like, well, fuck it. You know, I'm not defeated. Mm. I just no. am over... Like letting it, like I've just legitimately noticed a qualitative, yeah, a quality of life shift from instead of the first sure. thing I listen to in the morning being, you know, um, Mike Balbara or whoever the fuck from New York Times. Uh, instead, I listen to like an old episode, of Tell Him Steve Dave or something. It's just so much better. Yeah. Well, there's only so much you can, you know, like you said, you have your candidate. And if you have a, a caucus state or a primary state, you can do your part. But, like, as far as the impeachment goes, there's nothing you can fucking do. Right. Just wait till it's over. It's kind of... Be an armchair litigator. Like, there's no fucking... Like, don't vote for those people again. Like, you know, like uh, that's where I'm at. I'm with you. I'm like, eh, I listen to a couple things and then I'm like, check out. If... And, and, I, and again, I know it's apathetic and, and I'm not trying to make your head explode, Henny. But, like... We we do as much as it's fucked up and Trump is fucked up and everybody over there is fucked up. There are. And this is an original thought, but it, it's more one I'm more coming around to. 
there are aspects of as fucked up as this country is of the government that are set in place that thus far have mm-hmm. worked as far as like yeah. we couldn't have gotten much closer thus far to like back into a, a revamping of war in the Middle East basically like yeah. really pushing those edges but I think there's still enough checkpoints, whether they're how far down the line mm-hmm. there are, to kind of hold things at bay. I'm, I, I hope I'm, uh, I hope I'm not wrong there. But like, I just, I, you know what? That's stupid. I'm, I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about. It just feels no. good to get a breath of fresh air. Well, the one thing it's like it's crazy to say it's like the well, the one good thing that came from Trump going above and beyond his power and killing that dude Soleimani. And then not doing anything else is that now we can see that like, oh, a fucking lot of people in Iran didn't like that guy and they don't like what's going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, Iran isn't this boogeyman. They're a normal country just like us. There are conservative people who came out and like went to that dude's funeral. And then there are a ton of other people that are like, he's a fucking butthole. Like, right. we want basic human rights. Like, we want to be able to like not have to wear you know, go by Sharia law and stuff. Our our civilians hopefully shall not be judged by our by our worst leader. No, exactly. Like we're in the same right. boat, so it's it's funny same that boat. now we can be like, oh, maybe we should uh, yeah. let this podcast also, be my testimony that civility <laughs> reigned under the uncivil <laughs> lash of a butthole all around. Buttholes all around. I did hear that some butthole in Iran butthole just put lashings. a three million dollar bounty out on <laughs> Trump's head. I did hear that little politic treat. It's the ball, the the mold on that guy. I love yeah. it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> he better start pressing those molds. They'll be selling. <laughs> oh man! But it's so funny because it's no different. Than, like. It's just the fucking Trumpy guy in Iran just talking fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay you three. I'll pay three million dollars. Like, do you have three million dollars? Probably. But you know what's interesting? I kind of like that number because it's kind of insulting. It is low. No, exactly. I thought I read that too, and I was like, that doesn't seem like a lot for the amount of work you're going to have to put into it. For the amount of people that like, like schlubs like me that dislike trump we could band together and get three million dollars get a couple loans a couple credit cards a fucking <laughs> sultan in iran cards. like i would get it if he was like i'll give you three something life change three million dollars like that'd be good for a while maybe yeah. maybe you make a real That's estate a lot, investment but you could get a like, patreon together yeah you get i gotta pay taxes on that then because it's government it's takes not gonna be a, a big gift. white Where'd bite, you get wet it from? bite out of my ass and then we end up just getting what a new car, and then I got to pay taxes on that. Exactly. And then the kids and the wife ask me to take them for a goddamn drive every weekend. Where does it get me? Three million. I got no one else to kill. Goddamn it! <laughs> I do love that three million. You know what? I'm now. You know what? I guess I don't want to. I don't want to get myself. You, you know, here's what you do, Hans. <laughs> you, you take care of him. You put that three mil in the bank, and you work at your job for one whole year. Yes, yes. You take that presidential. <laughs> and then you just live bounty, off the interest of that three million dollars from that you got up the. You don't quit your job at the market. photo store right away. <laughs> you want to pay your rent up for a year, 
And then you're yeah. Get the interest on that baby. Just sit on that baby. You don't spend that. You spend that interest. Oh, I love that. Because you got three million in Bitcoin that you can never cash off the black market. Is Bitcoin? I guess I got to buy three million dollars worth of heroin. I did see on my taxes they actually asked me about Bitcoin investments. So I guess it's a thing. What's the Facebook? It's a big enough thing. Book bites. Oh, what is it? Is it Esper or something? Any? Never heard of that. No. If it, no, they're Zuckies trying to. Trying they have to their own crypto. Own currency. No, not even crypto, mm. is it? It's, it's good old paper. No. <laughs> paper colonial currency. <laughs> Facebook. He's he's engraving Facebook. a press in his attic. <laughs> no, he just wants more. He wants to keep your money from the bank. Yeah, which is why it'll never happen. Because no uh, fucking way. Do you think the fucking banks are gonna let this fucking dickhead like? Oh, no, no, no. That's ours. Your overdraft fees are ours. Oh, yeah. We're going to use your money to tank the economy, not him. That is a pretty um, super villain move, though. Like, the next move where he's like, I oh, yeah. don't know. I think our own money. I think our own money. No, yes. But if you look like <laughs> all of these, like, that's where they have to go. Google and all of these these Silicon Valley companies, like they are making a move like Apple. Look, there's an Apple credit card now. Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. making moves into finance. So they are cemented because like that is on like, so Apple stops making phones, but if enough people have the Apple credit card and use their service, they can just be an intermediary right. for commerce. Sure. I guess. Yeah. They just, they're making their own, Bubbles. It means they don't go away because Facebook could just disappear when the next whatever comes up. Uh, what but if they have your bank account and you use it to buy shit, the amount of, I mean, Facebook, I got it. I don't know. Facebook is, it's not great lately. As it goes black, as it just <laughs> I know we're on Facebook Messenger, and this we is are an using amazing technology. But I just gotta stop. I guess you know you have to really be active so you get the right things in your feed. But all I see are my yeah. dad's Norwegian jokes lately, and I've heard them all before. I got a lot of extended family that are sending like. Fucking you know, Trump riding an eagle and shit. Yeah, that. And you know when they use use his full name, like full Donald John Trump. <laughs> like <laughs> they use his middle name, like as he's being christened again. Yeah. He is such a fucking molded dunk. I mean, he is. He's an incredibly. <laughs> uh, it, it, what's interesting is at all least... we can say is he's a hundred percent American. Yes, yes, Fuck. absolutely. He's not an anomaly. There's no way that dude is an anomaly. He is a just... He is if you could take everything about this country since 1988, smush it yeah. into a ball and ingest it, mm -hmm. and then take a dump into a mold. But any, any mediocre American given... Yes. A billion dollars inheritance. Yes. That's what not, happens. He didn't put that money in the And bank no consequences. Mm -mm. He didn't kill someone else's president and have to sit on that three million for two years. I got to work my shitty job for two years. He didn't even do that. I wish I had the talent, Casey, to, and I'll have to put this up on, I'm, I haven't faded away from jerk practice, Facebook. 
that picture you put up of old Blippy's pre-Blippy work. <laughs> well, that's and I wish that's I why had, I sent it because I was like, it's too beautiful not to share. I wish I had the animated ability to take those pencil strokes and slowly watch them uh, morph and break apart and then morph back into a pencil drawing of Trump's face. Because he, that picture is the embodiment it's, of, yeah. like, Trump is a bad sketch molded into a man. <laughs> just take, like, that picture of his head and then just do the cloud like the Homer Simpson. Like, that's what's happening in his head at all times. Oh, that yeah. image is just his, like, hmm. Should I post this tweet about Joe Biden? Hmm. And then it's a guy just shitting on a guy's butt and dick. <laughs> and then he goes, ah, send. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Hey, kids. It's me, Blippy. Thanks for checking out my new CD, Blippy Tunes Volume 1. I am so excited to listen to some music with you. Are you ready? Here we go! Come on, everyone, let's make learning. By the way, guys, am I got I... a table that I have something to talk about for next week. I'm not unique, right? And in, in, in when I watched the Joker, I was distracted for a good five minutes when I knew what they were trying to convey was a shitty New York apartment. But I was like, man, that is a sweet, right. that is, he's got some space. That is, that is a spacious yeah, that's apartment. Like, that's like that 20... place where he works with the view of the bridges. Oh my God. Yeah. The clown, the shitty clown college. That's right. the clown that's auditioning room. That's the Brooklyn bridge. Like a $500 million view. I was like, what is that? A separate kitchen? <laughs> a full bath? That's very, very well, impressed. It is up in Inwood, though. That, it was, wasn't it? And I thought about it, and I was like, well, if Joker held on to it, though. If he's hmm. sitting on it. Rent control. <laughs> Joker's doing the three million. Like, So I robbed the Bank of Gotham, poisoned the reservoir. If I sit on this in my apartment for ten years. Can you imagine being Joker's real estate attorney? Not real estate attorney. He'd have a public defender when his shitty, the, the shitty New York landlord would be worse than him. I just, I That's love the Joker idea. Joker story that you're about to see is him getting the... Him trying to sneak around the fucking guy because he's subleasing the apartment and the city's like trying to snoop around because that's a cherry apartment. And it's like, he's been subleasing this to some kids from Columbia. Just the Joker complaining about <laughs> I rent. I'm paying the same. I'm grandfathered in. I'm the joke. Grandfathered in. Oh, I love it. I love it. Just there, uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. I was gonna say I just heard a whole story on, um, uh, all these New York luxury apartments that they've been building since like 2010, and they thought they would all fill up, but this or no, excuse me, since like 2007, and then the bubble burst, and so there's all this, all because we're schlubs, not to lump you with me, mm -hmm. but like people that need housing in New York that have normal jobs. Like everybody's fighting over these housing and all, all this real estate in New York, all these apartments, only 30% of it's filled because mm. they're not willing to come down. They're not willing to fill it because they right. built these 
multi-million dollar yeah. luxury condos and yeah. people in russia were like ah, we had some extra money but and all these like you know just these uh rich foreigners well, that that's they the anticipated thing. If you... filling them don't have the money to do so come down like they're towing that dumb hard line because they're like if we come down then we visually have lowered the value the perception is lower yeah oh yeah because then you got schlubs in your building and they can't raise the rent again until the i gotta re-gentrify this neighborhood are you kidding me jerry come on everybody jokers and sits on it don't they it's a penguin mr freeze two-faced this building's really gone to the dogs it's like the movie Up, but it's just Batman's rogues gallery. They're like, we ain't leaving this building. Squatters right. Squawk, squawk, squawk. Squatters right. Squawkers right. Squawk, squawk, squawk. <laughs> Fucking penguin. <laughs> on that note, on those four subjects I brought up after the podcast. <laughs> cold tag. Yeah, it's, a, it's a cold tag. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, if you don't, dude. Dude. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm recording into this mic. Give it a tap. You should see it on the. Uh... Yeah, you'll see oh, it on and the I, zoom. And I should hear it through mine. No, I shouldn't hear it through mine. That makes no sense. Nope. Hey, that's a me. That's a me right there. That's a me, yeah. Claire's got on. How you doing, Claire? Can you hear us? Phones. Claire can hear, right? B phones. Ten four. Feel free to speak up then, and say so. No. She's running. <laughs> She's leaving with those headphones. There's Claire. Oh, oh boy. Oh, she's speaking ancient Sumerian. Speaking in tongues. She's speaking over. Oh, look at that green tongue. Blue tongues. He's sucking on a blue raz. Sucker from Rocket Fizz right now. Ooh, Ooh. nice. Somebody was downtown Portland. <laughs> now we got one in Beaverton now. Ooh, you got a Beaver Ooh. Fizz? Yeah. Nice. There's no Rocket Fizz. Oh, you know what? There's a candy store down here. It's not Rocket Fizz, though. Name the equivalent of Rocket Fizz. Same setup. It's like... Uh, it's the like Brock the... stand in a, your local grocer? It's like the Carl's Jr to the hardies it's literally i think they're owned by the same people candy uh, i mean what are, you, what are you doing if you don't have a rocket you have a jet yeah it's jet bubbles you don't have fizz you got jet pop jet pop jet bubble <laughs> i wish i, I jet pop. you made claire snicker jet pop. <laughs> that's what i'm here for baby how's it been going we ain't been Good, casting Ellie. since well, I ain't I ain't been since the holidays. Got a lot of complaints. We missed a week. Oh really? Whew. My I was almost the fan like, base you know was what? wild, huh? You know what? We missed a week. Maybe I'll give you a month. That's how I was get my ire up. How many people were <laughs> just blowing up my phone, my FB, even though I'm taking an FB break. Well, I mean, it's good to know. Like, now I know who we're working for. If you're going to get hassled, like, hey, man, sometimes life gets in the way, man. But the Jerk Practice podcast finds a way. Finds a way. <laughs> Does find a way. Finds a way. Always. 
And you did Hunkle didn't tide him over? Can't have a nice slice of Hunkle? Listen to that one twice. <laughs> no, I'm that's sure you not missed a, something. I gotta tell you, as much as I love Hunkle, it's not a it's not a it's not a two time it's not a double viewing. It's not a <laughs> double need feature. to revisit it again. No, you can let Hunkle. And for those that haven't heard Hunkle, Just my favorite part end. of Hunkle is the last 30, 30 seconds. It is like worth. It is like the longest punchline to my one of my favorite jokes of the Jerk Practice podcast because it's so stupid. So that one's that one's wet, your, wet your whistles. An ace for the highlight reel. Oh like yeah. Most times we bury we bury the good stuff in about forty five minutes of chatter about God knows what that'll cereal. Make, yeah, that'll coffee. make the cold tag clip show even though it's not technically a cold tag i mean who's who's gonna, are they gonna blow you up again say people technically it was in cold tag i of all my wild i don't have a That's lot of cold wild tag material i want to slow but in my wildest dreams if someone was uh, litigious enough and nerdigious jerk prestigious enough yeah to come after me for a cold tag clip show and say hey technically that wasn't a, uh, a, a cold tag i would jump off a bridge with glee it's the same nerds who grouse about like all the superhero and now it's since it's the the flavor of oh that's a mid post-credit scene not an actual post-credit scene i waited to see the post post-credit it's like yeah, they don't want you to sit. The people in the movie theater want you to get out so they can clean the movie theater so they can have another showing of whatever Avengers movie it is. Here, get this, Claire. Have you seen a movie lately? What we saw saw recently? <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Ooh, oh, hey, nice. I am the odd man out. Well, I'm talking Frozen Two at the moment. So you saw that. Right? Yes. What'd you think? Boring. Hey! Boring. I just Dang. thought it was a little uh, hey. windy. Mr. Mr. Demo on that one. I, I, I've never, I was actually like, what did I admit? Like, what happened? This is, too, this is more vignettes than the Joker. <laughs> it was like all over the map. Anyways, that wasn't my point. Spotty about filmmaking, too. huh? They were. It was beautiful. Didn't didn't stitch a story together. Who am I to go after Frozen Two? I'm just saying, meh. 